You are now now tuning into into Just Just Life 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 Podcast. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just Life the Podcast. I didn't post last week, but we are back here with another episode and I have a new guest today. Please introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? My name is Matt. Known-ish for a while. I'm glad to be here and just giving you guys value. Let's do this. I've been knowing my buddy Matthew for since we've been elementary and we actually haven't talked in like over a decade, but I followed him on Instagram a while ago and uh, I don't know, I heard from my buddy Eric that like you've been trying to change lately and I I can see you've been like trying to change and I kind of just want to talk about like mindset with you because yeah. like i see like you gotta like you know when somebody has a good mindset you know we you know when somebody wants more out of life like when, sure. when do you think like your mind flipped because like wh- were you ever like in a position to where like you kind of like a spiritual awakening man i've had many of those but i would say the thing that really started off was me having cancer bro you had cancer yeah i have my scar right here Look. no way yeah i had cancer when i was 15 Oh, damn, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and uh, after that, you know, I kind of started learning about God, you know, learning about faith and stuff, you know? Right. And sure enough, you know, a little bit of faith went a long way because I was in a, in my mind, it was like, it wasn't too big because I had been dealing with, with asthma my whole life. So illness wasn't really a big thing to me, you know? Right. But then cancer came in as a heavy hit because I'm like, wow, now I could die. You know, yeah, I could die now. So I'm like, it really shifted my paradigm of how I looked at the world, bro. Like, right. How, how did you view the world before? I think I, I viewed it as a very like, um, kind of like what the media teaches you, you know, like, like you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, you got to acquire this to feel like that. You got to acquire that to feel like this, you know? Right. And after that, I really saw, I really saw how life was precious, man. Like, it could be gone in an instant, you yeah, know? Yeah, man, it really and, can. And you didn't do anything with it, yeah. you know? But mainly I saw I saw love through all of that. You know, I saw kindness because I thought, man, there's so many people suffering who are probably in a worse position than I am right now. Right. And if I feel pain from this, I can imagine what other people are feeling, you know? Right. So once, once I went through that, once I went through cancer, my mind kind of woke up. Right. I had like a spiritual awakening in the sense that I was more in tune with the aspect and the essence of life, you know? And then, man, I could I could go on and tell you about different ones, but if I were to really pin it to the beginning, it'd be that. But if I were to pin it to, like, the quality, the, the real powerful spiritual awakening I had, that was this year, man. This year? Uh, yeah, that was this year, because... I found I finally understood my purpose, you know. Right, right. Did and you, like, and, like I don't know, in your early twenties, did you feel like you were just floating around, like didn't know what you were doing? Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of like what we we're talking about earlier, right? Like, like that's how I felt, bro. I felt like, I felt like, I had ambition, I had a desire to get to success, but I didn't know how, you right. know. I didn't know why, I didn't know what was the means of me doing that, you know, but. But sure enough, this year, like, man, I was thinking about some crazy stuff, man, because for the past seven years, I was in a in a toxic relationship, right. you know? And it was a really deep relationship, but with a lot of toxicity. And to kind of, like, not, not go into too much crazy detail on it, pretty much the person was putting me in a really bad mental uh, place and kind of just nitpicking at my insecurities, you know? nitpicking at who I was, nitpicking, trying to just bring me down because 
she felt like she couldn't be with me or because I didn't feel the same for her, you know? All right. But the reason why I stayed in there was because, you know, as a human, we have we have carnal desires, you know? And, and instinct takes over at times, you feel me? And It's like getting attached. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was stuck there, man. And You feel like she was holding you back? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I felt like I was holding her back, too, because right. we, we weren't allowing each other to grow on our own, you know? Yeah. Like... I understand, you know, I, I can talk about this and not feel any anger towards her because even though she hurt me a lot, at the end of the day, she's just another human on her journey, you know? Right. And, and God's trying to teach her, like, what she has to do, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. That's why I feel. I feel like people come into your lives to, like, teach you something and then they leave after, like, the lesson's done. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of sucks sometimes because you, like, grow attached to that person and... Like, you get so used to them, and then all of a sudden they just go. But I guess that's life, right? It is what it is. Man, they just go, but I think the part is you really got to, like, learn the lesson from it. Because yeah. a lot of us, like, it's very common to, like, kind of stay there. You feel me? Yeah, because, like, if you don't learn the lesson, you don't take what you learn, then the same thing's going to happen again. Yeah, And it's yeah. going to keep happening until you yeah. understand it, and you, until you get it. Definitely, definitely. And, and when, you know, when you look at it like that, it kind of it kind of puts you in a position where it's like, all right, you either keep doing this, or you change your life. Which one do you want? Right. You know, like, and it's like, after getting out of that relationship, all my stress got unloaded, bro. Like, <laughs> it was so crazy. Like, I had so many emotional breakdowns. Like, I had so many things, like mental crises. Like, I remember at one point in the beginning of this year, me thinking, man, I have cancer again. You know, or like... Because the way you felt? Well, yeah, because of what was going on in my body. You feel right. me? Like, my body was just going through a lot of stress and anxiety and, and uh, just a lot of bad negative energy. You feel me? Yeah. And sure enough, man, like, throughout those weeks, like, I just felt like I was I was going to die without nothing, you know? Like, not, not more so, like, something material, but I was going to die without leaving something behind, you know? Like, like... Something for people to like, kind of would like leave with a pur- without a purpose. Exactly, yeah. I felt like I was gonna leave without a purpose, without having fulfilled my my potential, my purpose, my my mission, right? Right. And I always, I've always felt like my mission in this world was to help people. Right. I just didn't understand how, you know. Yeah. I always thought like I'm just one person, you know. Yeah. But sure enough, this year, man, like when I'm, you know, referring back to that powerful awakening I had, you know, like. I was actually praying to God and, you know, I was praying with my mom. We're having a conversation and then I just felt this, this realization, bro. Like I had this epiphany, you know, and, and, and it was like, like that, that purpose, that mission that you felt you had, it's true. Right. It's true. And all the things that have happened have conditioned you, have trained you. They have put you in a position to be able to now fulfill that mission. You know? Yeah, it's a, it, it like all the things happen so you could be who you need to be. Yeah. I guess per se. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that too. Personally, I feel like my mission is to inspire people. Because mm. I feel like I do a lot and I feel like a lot of people get inspired from what I do and it starts like getting the gears moving in their head to start mm. wanting to do something or wanting more. So I think that's why I'm here just to inspire. Yeah, bro, that's beautiful and, and honestly that's that's the best thing you could do, you know, like when you're doing something for the with the notion that you want to help people right that's the best thing you can do because at the end of the day we can acquire 
all the riches in the world, you know? Yeah. You don't really get anything yeah. from it, though. Yeah, you know, like... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I still would like to experience everything. Of course. Like, I still want a nice car. Of course, of course. I still want, you know, nice outfits. But I get that's not what it's about. But I still want to experience it. No, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Because in life, when we experience these things, you know, like... We, we understand and we learn to kind of place our values. Like, like we could have a lot of money, right? Right. But if, if your values and your principles aren't, aren't uh, centered to, to who you are and what your purpose is, there's going to be a, you know, like, like a friction, a dichotomy, a, a separation, right? Right. But, like, when we, when we have all these things and we have that purpose, right, like you're talking about, like, inspiring others. Right. It just makes you that much more that much more willing to like help more people, serve more people, you know? Yeah. So that's beautiful, man. Like like I think we align in that sense, you know. Like yeah. I wanna make money too, man. Like <laughs> I wanna be rich. I wanna be a million I'm gonna be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. <laughs> like I'm gonna be a millionaire, but I'm gonna use all that money to grow and to help people out and fulfill my potential, my mission. You feel right. me? Like like I'm gonna have Things I like too, you feel me? I'm gonna have a, a cool car that I like, you know. I'm gonna have some nice art on the wall, like you got, you got right here, you know. I'm gonna have my Goku picture too. I'm wearing my room, guys. <laughs> but yeah, bro, you know, that's what I, that's what I felt really woke me up, you know. Yeah. Just talking to God and, and realizing that all that pain, is something I asked for, you know. Yeah. Oh, damn. You're right, huh? Yeah. You're right. Because now that I think about it, everything that I asked for at the end of it, because like growing up, I was like, man, like I really like I, one day, when, like I always told myself when I was young, I was like, one day I'm going to have a really big house, yeah. but low key, I want a really cool car. And the only way to know about, to have a really cool car is to know yeah. about cars. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me know about cars. And everything's just aligning. Like me getting into real estate, me knowing about cars and having a car YouTube channel, like everything's aligning. Definitely. And then like all my experiences are making me like, I guess what I wanted because like how you said, yeah, I kind of asked for it. You did, right? Yeah? It's like, it's like you... You ask for it without really knowing what entails it, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. We figured it out. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I remember one day being on the bus, bro. I used to go out and preach. You know, right. I used to go out and preach in Hollywood with my sign, Jesus loves oh, for real? Yeah, John three sixteen. I used to <laughs> preach with John and Rod, who were these two homeless guys. Right, right. But man, were they wise? You know, they were wise. Oh, people. for real? Yeah, but but pretty much this day, you know, I learned so much about spiritual wisdom from them, and this day. I learned to ask about about the the gifts that I, I wanted to receive, right? The things that I wanted to receive. Right. Because life is giving and receiving, right? Yeah. So pretty much I remember getting in the bus with my sign and then praying to God and thinking, I wanna become wiser, stronger, more knowledgeable, right, more firm in my faith. You know, like whatever it takes, I'm willing to take on the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> little did I know, bro, little did I know that that challenge was going to be seven years worth of pain, <laughs> depression, like thoughts of suicide, bro. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, like like crazy stuff that really just dragged me down to where I felt like I was in hell, bro. Yeah, not going to lie, I've had, I've had thoughts of suicide too before. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard to admit that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, sure, cause, no one knows that. Nobody knows yeah, that. society <laughs> will make it look like, oh, you're weak. Yeah. You know, but it's that's all part of it, right? Like, like yeah. um, it's it comes with it. It's a really mental game, man. Like, yeah. Life is just like a really mental game. You know how I think about it almost? What? Like, you know how robots are modeled? You know, they're modeled after us in a sense. Right. Because we have configurations. Oh, yeah. You know, like, we can configure our brain in a certain sense, you know? Like, like robots are mo modeled after the way our brain works, you know? Right. Like, 
if you want to, like, I was talking to you about habits earlier, right? Uh-huh. Like, I told you I was reading about, I'm reading this book called Atomic Habits. Right. And, and in this book, he talks about how to condition yourself to create good habits and break bad ones, you know? Yeah. Dude. Oh, man. As a human, I've had so much problem with, like, just, like, carnal desires or, or uh, fleshly desires, right? And not being in my spirit and fulfilling my mission, fulfilling my potential. But, like, there's many moments where I'm just, like, man, like, if I could truly focus on that, right? But, like, the thing is, so I read about this in this book that whatever you put into your mind, whatever input you're giving it, that's what's going to come out, right? Yeah. So you're kind of configuring it so that you yeah. produce the right mindset or the right yeah. the right um, thoughts and ideas or habits yeah. and actions. That's why it's not a good thing to say bad things about yourself because the power of the tongue is very powerful. Yup, yup, yo. If anyone, you know, if their parents say that, say stuff about themselves, correct them. That's what I do with my parents. Yeah, for real. Yeah, because my parents, my parents, my dad would be like, oh, dumbass to himself <laughs> or my mom would be like oh i'm crazy yeah and i'd be like you guys are pretty much training yourselves to believe that <laughs> yeah. you know and, and then they were like oh damn you're right <laughs> yeah like someone would be like, even like something as far as like damn i'm broke yeah like don't say that don't yeah. say you're broke even though you are broke don't yeah. say it because yeah. like the universe gives you like what you put out you know what i'm saying definitely man it's like an opportunity right yeah. like if you're broke be like oh man this is an opportunity if you're low in life, be like, this is an opportunity to rise and become better than I was yesterday or an opportunity to learn, right? Yeah. Man, when you go through a lot of stuff, you know, and you know this, you know, because yeah. you've been through a lot, you know, it really teaches you, man, uh, about yourself and, and your bad habits and, and what, you need to, what you need to work on, you yeah. know? Yeah, and one thing I do want to say is, um when someone's in a toxic relationship yeah um i know like some people like they want to go to like the next relationship like really quick or move on yeah. and like try to like get like a rebound or something mm-hmm. that's kind of not good because not. you kind of want to date yourself so you can get to know yourself and to figure out what you like what you don't like yeah what you want because i see like some girls like after they get on a relationship like some people they, they have to be in a relationship 24 7 like they can't mm-hmm. be lonely mm-hmm. and like i said that's not a good thing because you not. you you can't get to know yourself. Yeah. I think that's actually a really good um, really good point. That's a really solid point because um, we just, we end up trying to fill that void. Yeah. You know? Not, not going to like, to be honest, when I got in a relationship, I wanted to be in something else. Yeah. I was used to being in it, but I don't know. I've been single for so long and I've been like going through so much myself and so much learning and discovering that I was like, it's pretty sick being single. Like, I could... Like, I can do this and that, and, like, I've learned so much about myself, and I know what I'm willing to put up with and what I'm not willing to put up with. Like, it's just, like, this is my world. Absolutely, bro, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You shape your reality. Yeah. You know, you shape your destiny. Yeah. That's my favorite quote, too. You create your own reality. Yeah. Because you really do. Because, like, I know, like, a lot of people like to play victim or whatever. And not going to lie, that was me at one point. It's all of us, right? We all go through that. Yeah, I think everybody kind of goes through that. Yeah, yeah. But as long as you evolve from it, you're good. But exactly. that was definitely me at one point where I was playing victim. Oh, I hate my life. Da, 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 da. Like, you don't, like, again, back to, like, affirmations. You don't want to, like, say any of that. Like, yeah. people ask me, oh, how's your day going? And I know my day's shitty, but yeah. I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm having a shitty day. I'm always going to say I'm having a good day or an outstanding day, yeah. regardless. Because, again, power of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. Like, even if, even if you say you're having a shitty day, it could be like, I'm having a shitty day, but it's an opportunity, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, I always look at it, like you said, with a positive light, you know? I always look at it as a... I, I always look at negative things as a way for me to grow. Yeah. You know, because, like, when I go through pain, for example, which is hard, though, because sometimes you get consumed by the emotion, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's tough sometimes. Yeah, it's really tough, but... At the end of the day, if you look at it as an opportunity, you're going to become excited. You know, you're going to be like, oh, I can learn something. I can become better. Yeah. Who doesn't want to be better, right? Right. And then just shift your perspective. Yeah. Like, I know, like, when something happens, we're kind of like, damn, why did this happen? But you can shift your perspective and be like, damn, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Yeah. What do I need to fulfill right now? Like, what's going on? Definitely. Instead of, like, you know, playing victim. Yeah, recognizing the recognizing the blessing, right? Yeah. Like, I think um, going back to those two points of, of, like, getting out of a toxic relationship and going straight into another relationship or or into that, that uh, what you were just talking about, how, like, we tend to victimize ourselves, you know? Yeah. Like, those two points are pretty intertwined if you think about it. Yeah, true. Because, um, you know, when we victimize ourselves, it's because our paradigm, the way we look at the world, is like, oh, I don't have control, you know? <laughs> and people are doing these things to me, and and that speaks about who I am, you know? So when you start thinking like that, you start putting your value on external factors, you know, you're pretty much giving away your power, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're giving away your, your ability to, like, become better, you know? Yeah. So I think when it comes to victimization or, or leaving a toxic relationship, you know, you really got to eliminate that desire to either not be victimized or, or have someone do something so great for you or or that mentality of like, oh, I want to jump straight back into it, you know, when you're with another girl, you know, the things that the thing that happens is that you don't you don't give your mind space to think, yeah, exactly. to develop, you know, because you're crowding it with all these things, all these emotions, all these negative things, you know. So that's a really, really good solid point. I think that provides a lot of value to whoever's listening, man, because that's that's really amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I seen I you post something um, like as far as ejaculating or having sex. That it Pornography. Kind of away, like who you are or can oh. you explain that? Okay, so I don't know if you ever read um, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, you uh, you remember the part we talked about sexual transmutation? Oh yeah. Yeah. So semen retention, you know, like not ejaculating, like that. It's kind of like fasting, okay. you know. When you fast, you're taking away your carnal and fleshly desire, right? Oh, okay. So you're eliminating your 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 impulses in a sense. You're you're giving yourself self control and oh, discipline, okay. you know. So through semen retention, it's pretty much the same thing, except it's also very powerful because it's the actual hormone that that makes yeah. you a man right yeah and, and if you're just boom boom discarding it everywhere you go you know it's kind of like yo like there's no root you know there's no grounding you know so like and i mean everyone lives their own lifestyle you know like <laughs> i can't i can't you know judge people but based on what i've experienced and what i've seen when you know like <laughs> masturbation bro like when you when you are a frequent masturbator you're like you're not giving your mind space to think about spiritual things, you know? Like, right. you're not giving your mind space to think about things that aren't of pleasure, you know? Yeah. So, being in pleasure kind of goes back to, like, being in comfort, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah, so, like, all those things are kind of like a connection into, like, the carnal body. You know, we have to, like, let go, detach right. of the carnal body 
and be more in tune with our spiritual body. Have a balance where we take care of our, our physical body, you know, but understand that our body works for us, you know, not not yeah. it makes us work for it, you know, because like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, man, because when we fall into that, you know, it's you start building habits, you know, yeah. and those habits become character and that character becomes a destiny. Yeah. You know, it's it's powerful, man. Like just habit. I think it's all about habit, man. And just perspective, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah I, I believe, like, your habits, like, define who you are. Like, I do, like, little stuff. Like, yeah. I make my bed every morning regardless. If That's I'm late, super important. If I'm late somewhere or if I really got to go or say I got something going on, like, regardless, I'm going to make my bed. Can't miss it, yeah. Yeah, can't miss it because, yeah. I don't know, I feel like that's, like, very important key to discipline. And I feel like a lot of people need to learn discipline, to be honest. Yeah. See, that's another thing. Like, I, I've been reading, like, books like, um, like I said, Atomic Habit. Right. Have you heard of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? I've heard of it. I haven't read it, but I've heard of it. Wow, bro. That book is kind of, it's not outdated, but it doesn't fit too much into modern society because of technology and all that. Uh -huh. But if you look at the paradigm, just like the perspective, the way that the world is viewed at through those habits, it's like, you want to really reach change you really want to reach uh he gives the example of parents right right the parents take the little kid out and to a baseball game and he's a beginner right and he has a lot of self-esteem issues because he he doesn't he's not sure if he's really good or not you know he's, he's a, a beginner so he's he's batting you know and everyone's making fun of him. They're booing him because he, he sucks. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then his parents are like, no, you don't suck. You're good. You got this. You got this. You know, um, you got this. Stop making fun of him. Like, he's a beginner. Don't make fun of him. So the parents then learned that even though they were trying to do all these positive things to raise the child's self-esteem, uh -huh. none of that resulted. Why? If yeah, they were doing everything possible, right? Yeah, why? Why? So the reason was because it's the way they looked at him rather than trying to control it from the outside, which was telling him things, you know, they had to actually look at themselves because they were the source of his knowledge, right? They were yeah. the source of his, his learning. So they looked at themselves and in the book, it highlights, we tend to work on things outside inward rather than inward to outside. Right. You know? And he says, um, he says, uh, when you look at it like this, you know, you're not truly creating, um, you're not truly creating a, a good change, you know, you're just further separating yourself and borrowing from other stuff, other strengths, right, external factors, rather than where the source of power is actually at, which is inside of you, you know, so he says, these parents shifted the way that they looked at their kid, because they looked at him as someone who was weak, who needed protection, who, who was just not as skilled right right so they had to change that they had to like they had to affirm right like who that kid was right that yeah that he was a kid of great potential he was still a child he was still developing so even though they looked at him as weak he had so much potential so much power that they couldn't even understand you know and man i just think i think children children are so pure man children are yeah, so are, like sure they're so beautiful because they they can teach you so much man like yeah like as we become older, you know, as we become older, our mentality and our spirit kind of gets influenced by society and the world we For live sure. in. And a baby doesn't have that. Right. You know, a baby's pure. And I don't know if you, you read the Bible or anything like that, you know, I don't know what you think about it.
And, and I'm not a Bible thumper either, you know. I don't like go out and try to like preach my beliefs to people. Yeah. Like, hey, you gotta believe. Like to me, it's all about love and kindness. You right, know? right, right. If I can talk to someone about God with love and kindness, you know, it's it's really up to the person what they think and what they believe. You know, I'm just right. I'm just imparting my knowledge and my wisdom, you know, right. and trying to serve people. But there's this part where where Jesus Christ he gathers up a, a group of people, right? I think they're the Pharisees, and he tells them. You guys have much to learn from a young babe, although you guys think you know everything, you yeah. know? You guys have much to learn from a child who is pure, who is innocent, and questions things, and is curious, and has natural joy to be loving, you know? A baby has no hate. A baby has emotions, they have anger, sadness, you know, they can cry, they can scream. But maybe like five minutes after, they'll be playing with their little brother, little sister, like nothing ever happened, you know? Yeah. Because... They have that that connection of, of love, you know? And, man, just all that stuff, like, that that mindset, you know? That mindset of, like, really being in tune with yourself and, and, and harnessing your inner child and, and really seeing how your inner child has been has been programmed, you know? How it's been conditioned, you know? How your inner child has been... Kind of corrupted. Corrupted? No, yeah, for sure. What was that word jaded, right? Oh. I think that word jaded... Jaded? That, yeah, that's what I've heard that, oh, yeah, that, that yeah, word yeah, means, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure, but... Yeah, because I, I, like, I see videos on the internet where, like, babies acting crazy, or, like, they're, yeah. they're like, you know, <laughs> rapping Kodak Black lyrics, <laughs> like, talking crazy, and, like, saying F this, F that. Oh, yeah. Like, their parents play, like, a, a huge role. Yeah, yeah Loki, growing up, like, I, 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 think, I think I mentioned this in another episode on my podcast, but okay. it, like, how you're brought up determines, like, the rest of your future, has a big part in it for sure yeah, yeah. huge part in it yeah, huge part in it because like let's say for like majority of white people where they grew up with like mom and dad yeah. and then you know they're well off and like they teach their kids like hey this is how you do this this is how you keyword get. teach yeah you know this is how you get real estate this is how you make money yeah. this is what you don't want to do and then i vers- i feel like versus like people like me and you that grew up in the hood we gotta like figure this out by our, our own and yeah. a lot of people don't figure it out on our own Sucks. Like, I was speaking with my older sister, and she mentioned, like, <clears throat> growing up, like, the tools that our mom gave us to be successful was, hey, this is how you hop on welfare. This is how you apply for low-income housing. You feel me? Yeah, you yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah. is this passed down from generation to generation, and then that's, that's why, like, everybody's, like, left in the hood, and that's why the hood stays in the hood. Yeah. And, like, to really get yourself out, you gotta, like, you gotta really fight for it. You gotta really grind and, yeah. set, like, really set yourself apart. Absolutely, yeah. Like um, generational, like generational yeah. knowledge is definitely passed on, man. <clears throat> yeah, like I'm, dude. I'm trying to break the chain. Yeah. Like for real, for yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I don't, I don't know. Growing up, I always wanted like, like I said, I didn't have my dad in my life. I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but yeah, I didn't have my dad really in my life. And then my mom grew up welfare low-income housing etc etc she's always working and i've always wanted to be with my parents growing up yeah. like i look at them like damn this guy has a dad or i'll look at like yeah. my, my mom like damn, i wish i was not my mom but she's always fucking working yeah and then like i try to stay up like late for her at night but she wouldn't get him to like 11 and i'll be passed out by then yeah and i was like damn so i don't know when i have when i have kids in the future i like i want to be present you feel me yeah that's good i want to be there 24 7 so that's beautiful that's why I'm working my ass off. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful, man. Like, that that point right there, like, I remember at one point in my life thinking, how would I act if I had a child right now? Yeah. And I remember just that mindset, like, 
put me in a state of like, oh, I wouldn't be doing stupid shit or I wouldn't be doing something that that sets a bad example or, you know, so like that's a good mindset to stem from, man. Like, you know, I want to be able to provide my child with something I didn't have, you know, which is that presence, that that love, you know, that that um that ear. Right. Like, yeah. you know, like I didn't my mom was always working, you know, yeah. My dad didn't live with me, you know, right. so I, I completely get you, you know, yeah. you don't really have much time and parents are tired, Yeah. you know, like, and, and you know, they, they, they have good intentions, you know, Right. it's just that, and this is a main thing too, you know, for people dealing with this, like when we look at our parents, right? Cause I went through this, you get mad in a sense, because you're like, why didn't you take the time to learn something that could have helped me? I know, bro. I asked myself that too. You know? And it makes you really question, almost go resentment towards them. Yeah. You know? And just just recently, like maybe, because I've been kind of like thinking about this for a while, you know? Right. And I finally decided to have a talk with my mom and dad, which was really difficult. It was in the midst of me like going through this mental crisis recently. Right. And I kind of just told them, look, guys, like I put a lot of blame on you guys. You know, but I don't want to be like that because yeah. that's victimizing myself. Big, yeah. You know, so what I want to do is I want to say I don't hold you guys to it. You know, I understand that you guys didn't have the resources. Yeah. I understand that you guys had a very limited um, knowledge coming from another country. You right. know, and I understand you, co- you guys come from a family or a culture of of war and like civil wars and and just oppression. You know, so I just want to say I don't hold you guys accountable. Yeah. But I want to tell you guys what I feel. Right. So you guys can can understand me, right? But at the same time I'm gonna let you guys know that I'm not gonna hold you guys to it. And I'm gonna actually break the chain right here. You know? Right, right. I'm gonna break the chain right here right now, you know? And I'm gonna tell you guys that no matter what, like no matter what has happened in the past, we can now grow together. You know? Right, right. Yeah, even if like I don't live with my mom, I live with my dad and my I live with my dad and myself right now, right. you know? My mom lives with her partner. But like I still, I still have a relationship with her. I have a relationship with my dad, you know. With my dad has been hard because my dad's the the old school type, right? Like, yeah, keeps you. everything in, like <laughs> just watches his TV, you know. Yeah. But but he's really grown as a person too, and and I thank God because he's allowed me to have these conversations with him, you know. Yeah. My dad's a very closed off person. Right. If he feels like I'm telling him something to to school him or educate him, he'll feel like his ego will come up like, I'm the father, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm just trying to help, you know? I'm just trying yeah, to get Yeah, and that's another thing, too. A lot of people put their ego right in front. The ego is the ego is the, the most evil thing in a sense, you know? It's it's there for a reason, right? It's there for, for protection. Yeah. For coping, for, you know? But it can be the most evil thing in the sense, or let me rephrase that. It can be the biggest obstacle. It's not evil. Let me rephrase that. It can be the biggest obstacle. Yeah. Because it truly acts against us. Yeah, man. You know? Like, it truly acts against us in the sense where, like, we couldn't miss an opportunity because of ego. You know? Like, man, like, I remember at a time thinking, oh, I, I want to be, like, I don't ever want to be, like, like the type of person who, who will sit down and listen to someone else for what they have to say, you know? Because I wanted to be number one, right? Yeah. You know, that's just what society teaches you. Doggy right. dog, right? Or 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 you gotta be first, you know, you gotta you gotta win and everything, you know? Yeah. Man. But like there's another book that I've been reading. You know, but aside from that book, what I learned from God, you know, was that we're all beautiful, you know? Right. Despite our faults, our flaws, you know. We're all beautiful, man. We're all powerful beings, you know? 
And yeah, it's crazy, man. Like we have so much potential, capacity. Everybody doesn't know that though. You know, I liked something you said on, on the podcast with Eric about junk food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I really, I really, man, that really hit me that day because I think I had just eaten junk food the day before. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, dude, Ishmael was on point with that. Because yeah. when you eat junk food, that's fleshly, right? Like, that's carnal. It's not something that's organic, you know? Yeah. So you said it makes you feel heavy. Yeah. And when you feel heavy, your judgment, your thinking, it's a little off, you it know? your vibration down. Yeah, man. yeah. And, like, I remember hearing that you saying, like, and I meditate. And I'm like, that's a really good solution because yeah. you get more in tune with your spirit. Again. I heard somebody say, I don't know if I was watching a YouTube video or if it was like an instructor yoga mm -hmm. in person, but I read somewhere, it's like someone was like, oh yeah, I don't like doing that because then my vibrations go down and then I have to do yoga yeah. to like bring it back up. Yeah. And then I thought to myself, I'm like, holy shit, you know what? That's true because every time like I feel like shit <laughs> and then I do like some kind of meditating or yoga, then... My shit, like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I got my energy back. Yeah. Like, the, the, the bad food kind of, in a sense, took my energy, but, like, I kind of, like, brought it back doing the yoga. Yeah. And, like, it sounds kind of corn, corny, I know, nah. or weird, but, like, yeah. listen to what I'm saying, people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's valuable information. That's valuable information because... Like, someone would probably look at that, like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you sound nuts. Yeah. But no, that's so true, man. Yeah. We just got to have an open mind, you know? Yeah. So when, when people say things that we don't understand, you know, you don't have to accept things right away. Yeah. But we should analyze it and, like, kind of see where it stands, Yeah, I totally don't. Stands, I don't you know? shut anything off. Like, yeah. Almost, even if I know it's nonsense, I'll like, right, let me hear what he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though I do, like, I, I do believe, like, in aliens. If someone's talking about yeah. aliens, like, I'll, like, I don't know, I'll just hear. I'll be open to what anybody got to say. Like, oh, yeah, there's aliens here. I'll be like, there's aliens here? Where? Why? How? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'll entertain it. I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'm just open. I'm open-minded. You don't want to be closed-minded at all. Definitely, because if you're closed-minded... That's the ego, right? Yeah, that is the ego. And you miss opportunities. Yeah, man. You know, that's that's a really good point, man. Like that food stuff, that meditation stuff. Like when I when I eat junk food, like I'm usually very in tune with my spirit and with God, right? I'll make prayers. I'll be like, give me discernment, give me good judgment, give me the right thoughts, the right words. You know, put me in a position where where I can do something positive and serve somebody. You know. Right. But when I eat junk food or or when I start lusting, you know, it's just like, and there's nothing wrong with sex, you know, there's nothing right. wrong with, with food and pleasure, you know, but it's when it starts consuming your way of living, you right. know, and it starts lowering your vibration yeah, dude. way too often and there's no balance. That's why a lot of people are depressed. They like, they like, they don't, they think it's their lives that suck, but it's like, it's what you're consuming and it doesn't have to be only food. It's, it could be Very what you hang food. out with. It could be the food you intake. It could be what you read. It mm -hmm. could be how you speak. Like, mm -hmm. like you, a lot of people are using bad words. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I don't... I, I don't not not use bad words. It's hard, man. But, like, I'm saying, like, little 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 type shit like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely... Man, that's some wisdom right there. Because all the little things matter, you know? Like, going back to this book, Atomic Habits. Yeah. He talks about 1% changes every day. You may not notice them, but in the course of that year, at the end of that year, it's going to turn to 37%. And yeah. that's noticeable, you know, and that can go either way. That can go good or that can go towards the downhill, you know? Yeah. Like, um, just small little things like making your bed, right? Yeah. You get into the habit of like, oh, ritual, right? And then like going back to habits, man, because I, I feel like 
we all struggle with this, you know? Yeah. I it, feel like... I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I had bad habits before. I smoked, like, a lot of weed, especially yeah. every night. It was to the point where, like, I was fainting, and I, like, yeah. I needed it to go to sleep. Like, yeah. if I was going to sleep sober, then, like, I absolutely hated it. I couldn't fall asleep. I was like, man, this shit's whack. Like, how am I gonna go to sleep sober? <laughs> it didn't feel right. Yeah. And then, I, I don't know, I kind of, like, stepped back and analyzed my situation. I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah. I can't like I'm a fiend. This is what a fiend does. Yeah. That's what a fiend, and I don't want my body getting reliant on any. I don't even drink caffeine like that. That's good, man. Because I know like I'll probably get like uh, hooked on it, but I drink water for the most part. To be honest, um, I don't smoke anymore. I don't. I don't really drink. I don't do the drinking thing. Congrats, like, man. Occasionally, like someone's close birthday Socially. or maybe my birthday. Like I won't just go like, oh, what you doing this weekend? Let's go drink. Like I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. When you cleanse out your body, like. You just become much more productive, much more in tune with yourself, healthier, right? You've been going to the gym a lot. Yeah, yeah. That know? helps too bring your vibration. Yeah. It's scientifically proven that if you go to the gym, you're going to feel better. About Circulation. Yeah. You know, circulation is much better. Circulation is directly related to our breathing. Our breathing is related to our mind, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I was going to touch on something. Um, it was going back to the habits, like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, how we struggle on this, right? Like, Yo, if y'all want to break bad habits, you have to change your identity. You have to change who you are. <laughs> yeah, How you look real. at yourself. Yeah, because, like, I feel like we've all been there where we say, okay, we have a bad habit. We're aware of it. We're conscious of it. But why am I still doing it? You know? Yeah. Why do I keep going back? Or, like, why do I keep making the same mistake and, and committing the same habit Sometimes without even thinking. Yeah, and it blows my mind that people want different outcomes mm -hmm. with the same technique. <laughs> it's crazy, you know, like, it's crazy. Like, a lot of people will try to get there, right? But they don't understand what they're truly doing. They don't understand, like, how they're truly going to get there, right? Yeah, like, everybody says, like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. It's like, yeah, yeah everybody wants a millionaire, but, yeah. like, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to change your habits? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to do this, that, and the third? There's no get-rich-quick scheme. You know, there's none of that. that. That's not true. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you even if you get all that money, if you don't have the mindset, you're going to lose it. Yeah, you're going to lose it yeah. for sure. That's why people lose, like, they win the lottery and they lose all those millions of dollars because they didn't go through the steps. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't put in the work. Mm -hmm. They didn't do the learning. So mm -hmm. that's why all that goes. So they don't know what to do with it. Versus someone that goes through it, they're like, oh, I know what to do with this. Don't make that mistake this time. Yeah. Someone that goes through it is much more, much more ready to tackle the situation. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, man, like, you know, discipline, all of that stuff comes to really understanding what your purpose is. Yeah, I feel know? like I'm a really disciplined person. I think that's why I'm doing, like, pretty decent for myself because yeah. I, I just know how to, like, I, don't know, I just know how to stay disciplined. <laughs> no, I could see that, man. I could see that you, you've pursued a life of reaching success, you yeah. know? And through that, you created habits, good habits of yeah, man. being proactive. I changed. Know? Anybody that knows me knows I changed like yeah. significantly. Well, man, I don't know you like from those times when you were going through that. Yeah. But we know each other as kids. Yeah. You know. For and anybody that doesn't know, we used to go to elementary school with yeah. each other, and then I think like sixth grade as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he kind of did his own thing, and I did my own thing after because I ended up moving. But yeah, yeah. we're here like. Over a decade later. Reunited. <laughs> but yeah, bro, like, I could see that, you know? I yeah. could see I could see how, even if I didn't know you in that time, going off of your story, you know, like, yeah. 
you've done a lot of growth, man. And, yeah. and I, I really commend you for that. I'm happy for you, bro, because that's beautiful. You know, like when you see another human being grow, don't hate on them. Yeah. Don't be jealous. Don't congratulate them, you know, and be like, yo. Yeah, I don't know. I, I see your mean. effort, bro. I see your, I see your work, you know. Yeah. You, I, yeah. Like, I think I mentioned this in the last po- podcast I made with Eric. Like, people are going to hate. Like, I, like yeah. I, I don't know if people think I'm silver spooned or whatever. Or something was given me. Like, what? Like, for example, someone was trying to hate on you for, like, your body or something. Like, mm-hmm. I, like how are you going to hate on me for my body? Like, I put in the work. You put in the work. Like, yeah. what I did, I, like, did I not put in the work? Yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, I ate right. I went to the gym. I did what I had to do. Like, my body wasn't given to me. Same thing with, like, everything that I have or did. That wasn't given to me. I yeah. put in the work. Yeah. And that, that all goes back to ego, right? Like, yeah. we we judge people, we project based on our insecurities, you yeah. know, and, and what we feel we lack. And we want to compensate by making someone else feel like, oh, you're going through the same thing, you know, or like, or like, man, you don't have to struggle, right? Like, in your case, they, yeah. they might tell you a silver spoon, yeah. but like, you have to go through the struggle, but they don't want to see it that way because they don't have the willpower or they don't have the mindset, the identity to be that person. Because people are entitled. Know? Yeah, I mean, people just are stubborn. Stubborn. You know, people are stubborn. Like, stubborn it's the driving. ego. It's it's not letting go of, like, that pride, you know? I like J. Cole's song, Pride is the Devil. You yeah. Know? Pride is the Devil, man. Like, it fucks up the family. It fucks up friendships, relationships, everything. You know, like, when you let go of your pride and you say, hey, maybe this person knows more than me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe this person has something that, that I can learn from. Exactly. You know, and you're not just trying to be the person who, who's like, oh, I know everything. You know, like, then it, it becomes very beautiful because it's now it's receiving and giving, giving, receiving. Right. You know, like, for example, us, right? We're having a conversation. I'm learning from you. You're learning from right, me. Right, yeah. And, and that's the beauty of life, man. You know, if you let go of the ego, you let go of pride, like, it's just like, you can break so many chains, so many curses that have been placed upon our minds, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's hard, though. Not easy. Not <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. You discipline. You got to, I don't know, you just got to be open-minded. Yeah, like you said, it takes the work, you know. It takes the work because, like I said, people are going to hate when they see the result. Yeah. But you had so many private victories. Yeah. You had so many victories where you were in your mind, you know. Like, I can attest to victories in, in my mind where I, I cried, bro. Sorry about that, guys. My phone. <laughs> But yeah, man, so many victories were like, so many failures too. Yeah, I feel that. Like victories where I feel like I'm like, man, if only someone knew I went through this, you know, and they saw my effort, you know? Bro, man, you're telling me, man. Right? (laughs) You know it all too well. (laughs) Yeah, man. I was homeless too. Yeah? Yeah, I was was living in my dad's van. Yeah. Showering at the gym. Bro, tell me why that was my plan. (laughs) I swear. Like, that was my plan. I was like, you know what? That's when I had my green BMW, my first BMW. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tint the fuck out of my windows. Yeah. And I'm going to get, like, a visor so you can't see through the front windshield. And I'm going to sleep in my car. And I'm going to get a gym membership. Probably, like, 10, 20, 30 bucks max. Yeah. And then I'm just going to shower over there. And I was like, yeah, that's a decent plan. And then that way I'll be able to save, like, at least a little bit more money because I'm not really paying anything on rent, so I'll be able to save more money. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then I told my friend that, and he goes, 
It's like, what? You're going to do that? Yeah. And then that's when he had just moved out of his uncle's place in Compton. Oh, he's sick. And then that's, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll try to get you in right there. And then that's when I had moved into his uncle's place. Nice, nice. In Compton. Even though it was super sketch, I won't get too detailed on how sketchy it was. Just know it was super sketch, people. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was definitely my plan at one point. Those were some crazy times. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. felt very liberating. Like, felt very, like, I felt very free. Yeah. In the sense that I didn't, because I was living with my ex before I became homeless. Oh, for real? Yeah, we had our own apartment, you know, it was cool, you know, it was, it was enjoyable, but that, that didn't go too well, you know? Right. And I ended up in the street, I couldn't move in with my family because I was having issues with them. They knew you were living in the street? Yeah, they knew. No. They, I was parked outside their house. Oh, for real? Yeah, outside their building, dude, and like, and I will see them, I'd still be like, hey, you know, how you guys doing, you know? No bad blood, you know, <laughs> it's just like. I didn't really like how they were acting towards my dad, you know? Right. They were kind of treating him like, oh, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. And so I was like, man, I don't like this, you know? So I guess, you know, pride, right? Right. Pride and ego said, no, I don't want to talk to these people, you know? Nowadays, I'll probably be like, hey, I hope you guys are doing good. You know, is there anything I can do to help you guys out, you know? Because right. that's part of it. But, man, like living in the street... I actually became really in tune with my writing because I, oh, I used to make a lot of music, you know? And, man, like, I started learning so much about, like, just music, writing, bars, beats, all that stuff, you know? And I became very immersed in it. And, you know, in that homeless situation, it was so dark, right? It was really dark and it felt hopeless. It felt like, I'm going to move out of here soon, yeah, but, yeah. but man, like... It sucks right now, but at the same time, I'm, I'm doing something that I enjoy, you know? Yeah, I feel you. So I would find those moments in my dad's van with the with the radio on, you know, with the instrumentals playing. I find them very enjoyable, you know? Yeah. So rather than focusing on the fact that I was homeless, I was just there, man, just, like, enjoying it, you know? And, and thinking, man, like, I'm here. I'm going to get somewhere, but, you know? Let me write. Let me let me grow my mind a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, low key. When I was working at a warehouse before where I hated my life, absolutely. I would look at the moon like almost every morning. Cause like you know how the moon sometimes be out yeah. in the morning. Like I'll look. I just always look. I'm like, damn, I hate my life. I hate my life. And then I'll look at that moon and I tell myself, I like talk to the moon, I'll be like, Man, one day I'm gonna look at that moon with a different perspective. Nice. I kept telling myself that every day. Nice. And then um yeah, some time passed. A lot of time has passed now. And I am looking at, at it in a different perspective now. With different eyes, with a different mindset, right? Yeah. Because yeah. at that time, I was just like, oh, I hate my life. I hate my life. I hate the position I'm in. I hate yeah. everything. I hate everything. What you did was actually something really powerful, bro, because you used that stimulus of the moon, uh-huh. you know, and you used it to transform what it meant. Yeah. You, you got the substance that was in that symbol. Yeah. You took it out. And you brought a new substance. Yeah. So now when you look at the moon, you rem- you remember, I've made it far. I've done a lot. Yeah, I know. You know? And I still have other things to do, right? I know. Yeah, so so your moon is, you know, the moon is not like your moon. It's like your your source of inspiration, yeah. you know? And it's, those are like cues, right? And that, that goes into, like, I want to break something down real quick. So habits, right? Right. And I'm, I'm big on habits recently because... Habits really can control your life, bro. Yeah, I know, I know. They can Strong make leader. you or break you, yeah. you know? And habits work like this. When you create a habit, the initiation of it is you do something 
that's new to you, right? And you see that it provides a solution. So your dopamine levels fire. Do, 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 do. Dopamine yeah. is, is the chemical of motivation, right. you know? Yep. Without dopamine, you'd probably just be sitting, <laughs> rotting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, so once you see that, and you okay once you do that and it teaches you a solution it pairs up that dopamine with the solution the 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 result the yeah, reward yeah. you know so for example um i'm gonna use a very common one because this is actually a bad habit of mine uh-huh. that i've been struggling with but i've been breaking little by little making progress which is smoking weed yeah you know um beginning of this year i was sober for two weeks fell uh smoked again for like a week yeah stopped for a day started again for a week now i've been sober for like three days okay. <laughs> you know <laughs> to me that's a lot bro because yeah, no, I, I was smoking you. every day i feel you bro. yeah and like you. even those two weeks was a lot for you it was insane and, and and i knew if i started smoking again i was gonna fall back into it yeah but i still did it yeah you know and the thing is that it's the dopamine you know yeah so you start pairing up certain things you know with associations and anchors you know yeah your brain creates anchors like like the biggest anchor we have is our phone you know yeah sure. like boom a bunch of dopamine it's so easy it's so accessible we just scroll through everything look at the feed our brain is getting stimulated instagram is like the main one the main one our strongest sense is vision yeah you know so visuals you know strongest thing you could be stimulated by but for example weed now that i've smoked weed and i said hey it makes me feel relaxed yeah i like this feeling boom you create an association, a, a neuron, right? <laughs> Boom, it's created. That's a habit, you know? Yeah. And then and then, next time, you know, now your dopamine is going to fire off when you hear the word as or when you smell it. Yeah. yeah. And there's people who are actually put off by it, right? You're, you're thinking, how? Oh, weed smells good. Yeah. And, and you're like, and people, you meet people who are just like, ugh, like, get that smell away from me. Yeah. Like, you know, it's all how your mind defines it. You know, and, and how you identify, right? Yeah. So, like, this is how the, the habits work. So, once you created that pair, that association that I get relaxed, I like this, I want to do it again. Now that dopamine starts working initially when you hear about it. Yeah. Or when you see it. Or when you smell it. So, your mind will, boom, fire off dopamine. As to where before, it didn't fire dopamine when you learned of it. It was more when you reached the, the goal, the reward. Yeah. So, you'll have your cue, which is your stimuli, right? What stimulates you to start thinking about it, and and then you have um, then you have uh, the what comes with it? your your thoughts, how you how you look at it, how you're thinking about it, right? The craving, right. you know. After the cue comes the craving. After the craving comes the response. That's how you react to that craving. After that response comes the reward. Yeah. You know. So we start on a very flat line. Reward turns into a big spike of dopamine. After a certain time, we hear that cue, and then that dopamine fires off already because yeah. we already have that association in our mind. And then, usually, when you have that craving, it's very hard to fight it. Yeah. You know, because your mind has already identified that as a solution. Yeah. Which is where the hard part is, which is breaking your habits, right? Uh, and then the, the response is like, okay, I'm going to go smoke. You know, I want to smoke. I'm going to go smoke. And the last part will be the reward. I smoke. I'm relaxed now. So your mind keeps using that as evidence. Keeps kind of cementing it yeah. into your brain. Like, you want to relax? Weed. Yeah. And over time, it becomes instinctive. 
instinctive instinctive huh? yeah like it's almost like an impulse like you don't even have to think about it before you know you're rolling a blunt <laughs> <laughs> you're like huh <laughs> what? But, yeah no that's true man and i know yeah. how addicted like at first i was like how do people get addicted like why don't you just have self-control but like yeah. when i was smoking weed every night like yeah. i was addicted like so i i know how it feels to be addicted yeah. to something so like now i'm just like oh yeah damn you can get addicted like watch out it's you dangerous. get addicted to anything yeah, like, not gonna lie, like, I got addicted to, like, buying shoes. That's, like, my thing I've been doing. It's, like, a bad habit. Like, like you said, the dopamine hits. I'm like, yeah, let's get the shoes. And then I get them, and what, then I start feeling bad. What inspires you to buy the shoe? Um, let's break down your habit. <laughs> <laughs> what inspires me? Yeah. How good it'll look with so, an outfit. Okay, okay. Man, so the the, the visual of it, the, the yeah, matching like, it up. Like, like I, I played in my head. I was like, ooh, I could piece that up with that. I yeah. could wear that with that. Those will look so cool. Damn. Yeah. I was like, yep, let's do it. And looking good brings a lot of benefits. Yeah. Right? Yeah, looking good. It, yeah. it attracts women. Yeah. It compliments. You feel good. Yeah, you feel good, right? You feel good. So your mind pairs it up. Boom. <laughs> yeah i told myself chill out though like i'm already done i think i mean hey man a habit is hard to break you're not gonna break it overnight yeah. you know if you feel like it's something that's taking away from your angle your purpose yeah then then it's a bad habit yeah know? for sure yeah for it, sure. if it's something that's not harming your end goal you know, it's not really a bad habit. Yeah. It's more of a neutral habit. Because we, we all have habits. Yeah, we all have habits. Like, we have very neutral habits, negative and positive habits. Yeah. Neutral would be like waking up. Yeah. We all have a habit of waking up. Yeah. Unless we die, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, who knows? We wake up in a different dimension or a different realm, you know? <laughs> but waking up. So, when it comes to breaking bad habits and building good ones, to build good ones, you pair up a lot of neutral habits with positive habits, you know? Yeah. Waking up, okay, when I wake up, I'm going to read. Yeah. Boom. Your mind starts building that good habit yeah. rather than going through your phone. Because I do that sometimes. Like, I, I get up and I look at my phone. Bro, that's like the first thing I do, yeah. man. <laughs> it's Check hard, out all bro. the notifications I missed out on while I was asleep. Yeah, you're like, oh, what, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I find myself sometimes fighting that habit, right? And, like, yeah. instead trying to read a book. So, in order to... Build a good habit, pair it up with neutral habits like waking up, brushing your teeth, yeah. showering, yeah, yeah. eating. Or to break bad habits, one of the things that, that I learned in this book is that you make it so it's difficult for you to even commit to that habit. You know, like oh, environment. Yeah. Environment's like one of the biggest things. Like if you if you don't wanna, for example, if you don't wanna if you don't wanna like let's say phones, right? If you don't wanna check your phone every morning. You put your phone before you go to sleep super far from you. Yeah. You know, you put it like over there and then you're going to be like, oh, nah. And you leave your book next to you. Yeah. So what's the easiest thing to do there? Yep, grab the book. Grab the book, you know? <laughs> so like those are environmental cues. Damn, okay. Uh, yeah. And those are like really good for breaking habits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and But the main thing is really identifying your purpose, identifying what that means and what that means you have to do. What I use is and here i go once again back to like the bible and all that you know but what i use is is jesus man like right i look at the story of jesus he didn't waver he didn't falter for 40 days and 40 nights you know i know you ever heard of that story nah oh yeah yeah with the Noah's ark uh is that, is that that one the 40 days 40 nights no that's that's um 40 days 40 nights is when jesus christ goes into the the valley of temptation 
okay. You know, and the devil comes and tempts him while he's trying to get in tune with his inner being and get in tune with his spiritual self so that he can fulfill his potential, right? Okay. So temptation comes to him, you know, Satan, right? He tells him, if you worship me, if you bow at my feet, I'll give you all the riches of the world. Now tell that to a regular man who's not been doing any work on his spirit. Yeah. What do you think that man's going to say? He's going to be like, hell yeah. All the riches in the world? Bro, what do I sign? Yeah. You know, what do I do? <laughs> you know, but like, Jesus was kind of like dealing with his spirit and, you know, kind of becoming in tune with, with the Father, right? With, with God, you know? And through this, you know, he had to do a lot of inner work, you know, resisting temptation, fasting, you know? Uh, I go back to that. And I look at that and I'm like, man, like those, that's pretty much a story of habit too, you know? So when I, when I try to think of myself and I try to think of, um, of my purpose, I think about if I want to fulfill that purpose, I have to follow someone that did one of the, did the greatest thing in humanity, you know, which is to sacrifice, right. absorb all sin, be like, hey, look, I'm proving to you guys that I can do supernatural things, you know? I know your eyes are not going to believe it because the human mind by nature is cynical. You know, we, we are skeptics, you know, we are, we don't believe until we have evidence. Right. That's how our mind works. You know, right. it's because we, we value security yeah. we value, we value not being played or not being manipulated. You know, that can be kind of dangerous too. Yeah. Yeah. It can be super dangerous. Like if you, if you allow yourself to get put in a cult of religion, you yeah, know, like too. they can brainwash you. Right. So it's like, I don't go to church. I don't go to congregations, you know, like, okay. I, I just, I used to at one point, but like, I, I think majority of us used to at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I just saw a lot of like, hip, um, hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Yeah. I saw a lot of hypocrisy. People who were claiming to be of God, but then they would turn around and like, do this or that. Yeah. Yeah. Start judging people, not giving love, you know? And I'm like. If you really believe in God, you got to understand that Jesus, despite what he was called, despite what they did to him, he said, forgive them for they know not what they do, right? Like, yeah. like I'm still going to save all of you guys, you know? I'm going to tell you guys that I am God in the in the form of a man. You know, I have been uh, in, imbued with the Spirit of God, you know, the Holy Spirit. And, and I'm showing you guys, I'm giving you guys evidence, you know, and you guys still don't believe, you know, but... That's all for a purpose, right? And my purpose is to die. You know, my purpose is to show the world that I'm willing to take on all that sin of you guys, not forsaking, but rejecting who I am, you know? Yeah. And, and, and then giving that back to God and saying, look, here's all the sin. Now people can no longer be saved by, by works and by, by physical stuff. It's all about the spirit, you know? And it's cool because if you look at, like, aside from, like, the, the, the religious stuff and all of that, if you look at Jesus Christ as an individual, he had such a crazy purpose to fulfill, bro. Like, dying? <laughs> yeah. For people who treated you wrong? Yeah. Like, that's that's unfathomable. Like, even being someone who's spiritual, it's hard for me to think, like, I'm going to go out and be crucified and humiliated in front of a bunch of people because I want to save them. That's really hard yeah. to even think about, bro. Kind of like MLK. Yeah, MLK was was a, another man who was like an inspiration because he had bravery, courage, right? Yeah. And but like what I was gonna say is like Jesus, he looked at himself in, inward, 
a lot. You know, like, um, one of the things I liked was the flesh is willing. I mean, the, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. That's that's just our carnal desire, right? Oh, yeah. That's just bad habits, right? That's um temptation. That's weakness. Yeah. You know, when, when our body wants to do something else, but our mind knows we're wrong. Yeah. You know, that's that's like, it's hard to get through that, that hump. It's hard to get through that hump, you know? Yeah, I hate feeling bad after. When I know something like, feel guilty? I, shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing or I shouldn't be buying. Yeah. Or something like that. You feel guilty later. Yeah. You beat yourself up. Yeah, man. And like, and that, that process itself kind of drives you out of track, you know? And like, man, it's, it's hard though, you know? It's hard to really do that, you know? So that's why I think when I go back on those teachings and like learning from kids, you know, being so pure, like being so like just curious about life, you know, like what life has to bring and what, what it provides and the pain it brings, the lessons it brings. I just look at that and I'm like, man, like we're all pretty much following that course of finding our purpose, fulfilling it by breaking bad habits and breaking away like old um, dogmas, old like yeah. things in our brain that were holding us back. And really fulfilling who we are, you know, really reaching reaching that 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 pinnacle of who we are, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. You gotta want it too, though. Yeah, you gotta want it. You gotta want it. Cause like, I, have you ever tried to be a position to where you try to help somebody out, but they kind of don't want the help, or they're fine. Oh yeah. Where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I learned to stop doing that though, to be honest. Cause like, it would be like friends I grew up with. Yeah. And I want you know you want the best for them. You want them to elevate too, but. Yeah. Everybody's on their own time. You can't lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink, drink it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now I just like, if they want help, I'll help. If they don't mention anything, then just leave it. Yeah. Just leave it as is. I, I agree, man. Like, there's points where in life, like, I like to help. Like, right. Like, I'm the type of person, there's a lot of gurus out there, you know? Yeah. And I would never consider myself someone who's going to monetize my knowledge, you know? Like, like... A podcast, for example, that's good. That's great. That's beautiful, you know, because you, you're you really giving value to people, bro. Right. And, and you're on a free platform, you know? You're giving a lot of value to people, bro, who who probably are in a bad place or they want to grow more yeah. or, or they want to acquire success, you know? So you're giving so much value to people by having conversations with, with people, you know? Because yeah. everyone goes through things, man, and... and what one person may be going through, another person may be going through. Yeah, they can through. relate to him. Yeah, so like... Inspire them. Really valuable stuff. But what I what I mean more like rules is like um, people like give you a little bit and then they're like, okay, but if you want to know the rest, you got to oh, pay yeah, me, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, man, if everyone was willing to f- get free knowledge... That guy, Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez, who's that? you yeah. never seen like the uh, commercial ad on YouTube where like, Hey, this is my Ferrari. This is my big house. Oh, with but the you glasses? Know, you know what's more important? These books I got right here. Oh. <laughs> you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's like <laughs> subliminal messaging to the max. Man. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Like, like, look, I'm rich, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, they tell you everything you want to hear, yeah. but like, the, the stuff you want to hear, oh, like, you got to dive deeper. You got to pay. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, man, that's my mission, you know? Yeah. I want to I wanna help people. I want to serve people. I want to help people grow. And, you know, going back to that point, when we try to help people, sometimes they don't want that help, you yeah. know? And you try to you try to help them out, you know? Like, how I've been looking at it is, like, 
I want to give as much free knowledge as I can, you know? Yeah. I want to give as much help as I can to, to the people around me and eventually the people, you know, who I don't know, right? But what do I do when people don't want to, like, take that knowledge, you know? I'm not going to force it. Yeah, you just got to leave it alone. I leave it, it alone. It is. I, I tried, right? Yeah. I attempted it and I planted a seed. Yeah. Planted a seed and if it, it blossoms, good, you know? If, if I have an opportunity to plant another one, I will. Oh, you yeah, know? true. I will. Plant a seed. But... You also gotta prioritize your energy. Because yeah, that too. There's a there's a beautiful story that I learned um in this class in high school. I never forget this teacher. Her name was Miss Juarez. Um, she taught me about the starving baker. Have you heard of that? Nah, what is it? Nah. So the starving baker, this guy who goes out to his village, and he always provides bread. You know, and he gives the village bread for free. Right. And they love him, you know, because it's like, dude, this guy's giving me free bread. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's in those times too. You know, like right. very old times. And every day, same time, without fail, he was there. Right. What happened was, one day, he was gone. And they were like, where'd he go? What happened to him? I don't know. Turns out that they found out he was dead. Damn. Why? Do you know why? He gave all his bread? Huh? He gave all his food away? Yeah, he didn't feed himself. Oh, wow. He didn't feed himself, you know? He didn't feed himself, so how was he able to go out and provide the bread? Oh, yeah. Right? And it relates back to like, in order to help people, if you really want to help people, you yeah. also got to focus on, on yourself, right? Yeah, help yourself too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I always say too. I was like, yeah. I need to help myself before I help anybody else. Otherwise, no one's going to get help. Yeah, yeah. And I it feel, might sound selfish at first. No, no, because you're doing it for the greater good. Yeah. You're helping true. yourself. It's not like, it's not like if someone comes up to you asking for help, you know, you're not going to be like, no, you know, like. <laughs> no, you're just, you're working on yourself, and if, if the opportunity comes up, like, you'll help, right? Yeah. That's how I think about it, too. Like, like um, I need to work on myself, right? Oh, okay, now there's another book. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we'll, we'll, we'll end it on this one, because we're yeah. getting gonna deep into the podcast. Okay, let's end it on this one, then. So, this book, the last last thing I'm going to talk about, The Go-Giver. Uh-huh. I think I posted about it a while back. I don't know if you saw it. The Go-Giver? The Go-Giver. Yeah, explain it. Okay, so The Go-Giver... Man, you should read this book. Yeah. You should really read the, that one in Atomic Habits. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, the Go-Giver is a short story about a man who wants to become successful. But his way of thinking is like, um, he's going to close his big account, right? He has to close his big account. He's at a deadline. And his way of thinking is, oh, I need to call this guy up who I did a favor for last time. So he owes me. Yeah. You know, so he calls him up. Oh, now we actually gave it to the competition. Sorry about that. And he's like, oh, but remember, I saved your account, blah, blah. And the guy just hangs up on him. Boom. He's about to, like, end his quarter, you know, and he needs to reach that quota. Or he needs to reach that, he needs to close that account. Yeah. So he enlists the services of a guy in his office whose name is Gus. And Gus, Gus actually has um, this mysterious aura to him. They don't know what he does, why he has a private office while it looks like he doesn't work much. Right. You know, so he goes to Gus, he goes to Gus and he, he meets a he meets a man named Pindar through him. And, and Pindar is actually a man who uh, introduces the the idea of giving. And he says, you know, my biggest success, my secret, it's it's giving. Right. You know, and he's like giving. Aren't you afraid people are going to take advantage of you? Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, no, because a person who gives has created a system and they love their system 
they love giving. Yeah. You know, like just recently, I think I actually gave a, a lead to a, an investor. Yeah. And I think he closed on it, dude. Yeah. He went behind my back and he closed on it. <laughs> That's crazy, right? But I didn't, I didn't feel mad. Like I felt upset in the beginning, but I was like, no, this is part of who I'm becoming. Yeah. Someone who's giving value to people. Yeah. And despite if they try to play me, that's their loss. Because I was a person who was willing to give and give. Right. You know, I'm willing to receive too because that's just the natural process of it. Yeah. That's that's nature, you know. Plants give oxygen, receive carbon. We receive oxygen, yeah. and we give carbon. You know, that's nature, you know. So, like, man, learning about this book and the, the idea of giving has challenged my way of thinking in such a huge way, bro. Right. It's challenged me to give without expecting back it's challenged me to give and actually mean it you know because a lot of times we we give and we don't mean it you know i don't know i don't know it's happened to me personally it, no i understand like for yeah. like for example for christmas yeah yeah like um i gave my, my family some really good gifts mm-hmm. and i feel like i didn't like really get anything crazy yeah but I shouldn't go in thinking like that. I should just yeah. go in like thinking I'm just gonna give and that's it. Yeah. If I get something, if I get, then that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's and you're aware of that. Yeah. Which which makes it really good, you know, like. Cause I was thinking about it at first. I was like, damn, I'm like pretty bummed out. But then I I don't know how to like check myself. I yeah. guess per se and be like, nah, man, it's about the giving. It doesn't matter. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Cause when you when you look at it like that, you develop an identity. You know, yeah. you develop a very <clears throat> positive identity because you're giving value to people. If you're giving people good stuff and like, and you're giving them ideas, support, uh, whatever it is you're giving, time, love, kindness, whatever it is you're giving, you know, right? People are gonna remember that, you know. And like at one point, they do. Huh? Yeah, if they think about it, you know, they're gonna be like, hmm, maybe I can talk to this person about some problem they're having. And you can create a, a, a beautiful relationship. And that that relationship can lead to opportunities. Yeah, true. You know, and yeah. like, so in this book, you know, he teaches about giving. Right. But he says, don't devoid yourself from receiving either. Yeah. And never, never take away someone's right to give. You ever been through that where like you want to give someone something and they're like, nah, nah, nah. Like, because they're going to, they feel possibly like they're going to owe you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a very common thing too. Oh, yeah. You know, and like. It's like, to me, I give, no one owes me anything, you know? Right. Like, that's what I'm trying to, like, really implement. Because at the end of the day, that's that's what creates relationships. That's what creates um, trust. Right. That's what creates... Like you said, identity. Yeah, a positive identity. A, yeah, sure. A serving identity towards the world, you know? Rather than, than trying to take, we become givers. Yeah. You know? And and in, by nature, we'll receive back, you know? Yeah, the universe got your back. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's it's a very it's a very beautiful book, you know. Made me feel like wow, it's a challenge, you know. But yeah, say the two books again for the viewers. So when it comes to habits, atomic habits. When it comes to the paradigm shift, looking at the world through the lens of giving, it'd be the Go Giver. The Go Giver, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a little red book. It's a little oh, red yeah. Book. Yeah. All right, guys, we're getting kind of deep into this podcast. I don't know how long this podcast is, but it was definitely a good podcast. I hope everybody got value out of it. I know I did, and I was the one hosting it. But, um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me out here. Yes, sir. We'll get you back soon. All right, guys, see you guys next week. Later.